Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Is this is this two weeks in a row that the intro song for Danon has been Footloose or just something right around this time? I have no idea. I just just play something. (laughs) Whatever, whatever works, works, man. It is the eleven o'clock hour. We will get to a defensive trend for this team that bodes very well for the Chiefs' chances come Super Bowl Sunday. But let's welcome in Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. He, of course, is on the Chiefs radio network. He'll be in Las Vegas on the call for just another Super Bowl, Danon. It's just what everybody does in KC these days. So what are you guys trying to tell me? I need to be out dancing or something? (laughs) We we actually think that you might be a good time in Vegas. I was thinking you were going to look stylish, hat, meet you at the craps table. (laughs) We seem like you'd be a good time in Vegas, Danon. Yes, I have partaken of Vegas uh, times uh, annually, and I do have a good time. And, yeah, I would have fun. I think I'm, I'm fun company. So, yeah, it would be a blast. Yeah, we're, we're, we just want some advice. You know, we're going to be there for a week. I, I, I know you'll be there at some point uh, during the week as well. So we just got to, you can give us some, some tips, some secrets uh, to, hit, to Vegas. Hit you know? me up, man. Hit me <laughs> up when you get there. I'll give you the insight. I love it. I love it. Now, we were talking wide receivers earlier, and I told Cody, you know, I, I, I doubt you believe in jinxes or anything like that necessarily, but 23 targets for Rasheed Rice in the playoffs, zero drops, Danon. I love it. I love how he's played since uh, – the bye week. Since we came from Germany, I feel like this entire offense, they had an opportunity to reevaluate the talent uh, pool that we had and also our approach. And that's what the bye week brings. I think I was on with you guys afterwards uh, just trying to school the listeners as there's a lot of self-inventory, self-scouting that goes on during the bye week where you get to know exactly where your team is. And that's why it's such a benefit to have the bye week so late in the season because you have a full body of work that you can look at. And I feel like the Chiefs, Matt Nagy, uh, Connor Embry, obviously Andy Reid, and the scouting department recognize that Rasheed Rice is our number one, and he just needed more opportunities to get into the flow and the speed of the game in the NFL. Maybe he tried to do too much earlier in the season, was a little lax with the ball, and he's learned from it. And to his credit as a rookie, I mean, I don't know how many teams could have a run like we've had to get to the promised land like we have and have leaned on a rookie's production to be the leader. He's done a phenomenal job. I think what impresses me even more, Danon, is you and I both know that there's one thing to produce in the regular season. But for a team that's the defending Super Bowl champs and the expectations that come with that and Patrick Mahomes, he's been a good playoff performer. 
you can't just guarantee that the speed will translate for those guys. Yeah, there is no guarantee. And, and, and the other part of it is, is he's not just a rookie that came on in the playoffs and was like an unsung hero. Like, he was the target. And if you think about some of the plays that opened up for other guys, uh, how about the MVS catch to end the game last week? How many defenders were focused on Rasheed Rice on the shallow cross, which opened the door up for MVS? So not only is he making the plays, but he's affecting the defense's preparation and their approach, which is opening the door up for other guys. So uh, the production is great. The ball security is outstanding. But the impact that's opening the door for other guys is phenomenal. Uh, even um, I, I believe at the last weeks of the season, there was a touchdown catch by Isaiah Pacheco in the end zone at Arrowhead Stadium. He was open because three guys were focused on Rasheed Rice. That's what he brings to the table. That's what makes him special. I know Travis has talked about it. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Tucker, plenty of people have addressed the uh, the pregame <laughs> situation. <laughs> You've gone through numerous warm-ups. What, what was your feeling about that and, and how that all went down? Because it sure seems pretty obvious that Justin Tucker was just trying to be a pain in the ass. Absolutely. He knows exactly what he was doing. He's been in the league for 12 years. He knew exactly what he was doing and what he's done. And it doesn't matter that it's his normal routine. If you want to kick from the middle of the field uh, and ask the guys to work around it, that's normal. Uh, the punters do it. The kickers do it every week. But you're lining up on the goal line of the opposing uh, team's side of the field. Like, come on. You know exactly what you're doing. That's why he was able to smile about it because he knew he's gotten over on it for 12 years, and now one team finally called him on it to the point of throwing his stuff aside. A little bit of gamesmanship. I get it. And, I, and I'm proud of Travis and, and, and Patrick because they could have made a bigger scene than it really was. They just toss this stuff aside and let, it, let them know that this is our side of the field, so get away. So uh, I, I'm a big trash talker. I always have been. So I could see myself being in that predicament, and I just think they handled it right. But I, I think that was the announcement, though, that they were not going to be bullied in this game. And it's something small like that that happens in pregame warm-ups that can jolt the team, the rest of the team, to join on board. It's so funny with Travis because, like, the reputation when he was young is – doing those types of things were the things that were getting him in trouble, right? Saying the guy doesn't yeah. deserve to work at Foot Locker, throwing the flag, making motions with his hands towards referees, right? Any of that. Yep. Now it just feels like he gets annoyed because, like, the young kids are always trying to make their name on him, but he gets other guys <laughs> off their game. Like, in that game, he drew a flag because he chirped and said something yep. that drew some attention, but he is very rarely the last guy doing it anymore. Yeah, I think that's a sign of maturity, and it's it's tough to say maturity and trash talk in the same <laughs> sentence. But mature it's trash true. talk. I mean, there isn't there is an art to drawing penalties. There's an art to drawing to pulling guys out of their game, and I saw it unfolding as it was, and I was like, oh, he's he's being crafty here. I'm calling it from the booth. <laughs> he's gonna draw a flag because everything he was doing was with his hands down. Like you mentioned, he's always normally he could, in the past he would have been flailing his hands or pointing or stuff like that. Everything was down on the side. So you know he wasn't preparing for a blow for a specific reason. Like all of us, if we square up with somebody or get in an altercation, like we're going to have our hands in a position to defend ourselves. When you don't have your hand in a position to defend yourself, you're doing it for a reason. And I could tell that they were just – 
They were just nibbling, waiting for that opportunity. Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, Kyle Van Noy, they were getting annoyed with his antics, and he was just prodding, poking and prodding. So I thought it was, it was, it was artist-like for him to do that. And it was only a matter of time, and it worked for our benefit. We're talking to Danian Hughes. He, of course, will be on the call with the Super Bowl broadcast on the Chiefs Radio Network, along with Mitch Holtis, Dan Israel, and Josh Klingler. When you look early on, and we'll have time next week to dive deeper into the Niners, but just your early preliminary thoughts on the matchup when you see what the 49ers have done this year. Everybody thought they were the best team the entire season, but these two playoff games, specifically in the first half, they've looked pretty vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, they are definitely a dominant team. They've had, they've sputtered along just like we have at different times, maybe have not played our best football as far as a complete game uh, for most of the season, but they are a force. I feel like this team is stronger than the previous team we beat in the Super Bowl back in 2019 season uh, across the board, especially with, with Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, such a dual threat force that he is. But I also feel like we're a stronger defense and we're a more accomplished offense in regards to confidence, especially as of late. Going into Buffalo did something to us. Going into Baltimore did something to this team and kind of elevated us back to the point that we're not necessarily expecting to win, but we're not also just hoping to win either. Like we're going to respect the opponents, but there's a height, there's a heightened level of confidence with this team that I've seen over these past two weeks that are going to help us in the game. But the, the Niners, defensively, that front four, what they're able to do, actually the front seven with those linebackers, uh, Greenlaw and uh, Warner, they're, they're going to be formidable. And they're going to try to play a little bit of bully ball. They've got fast. They've got speed at the linebacking position that's going to try to take away Travis Kelsey and some of those intermediate routes. What we're going to see in this game, mark my words, is we're going to see more dump-offs and shallow crosses and, and five- to eight-yard passes and then yards after catch and contact because their linebackers drop significantly well in pass coverage. So they'll drop 15, 20 yards downfield just so that they can come up and tackle the ball in front of them. So Patrick's going to have to be really patient with what, what choices he makes and what targets he makes downfield. Dane, I know that they don't play against each other, but it's hard not to, like, when I'm trying to decide what I think will happen in a week and a half, to look at the paper and be like, okay, does my brain tell me Brock Purdy's beating Patrick Mahomes? Like, there, that seems like of all the places on the field, and I know that the Niners probably have a better 1 through 53, just like the Ravens had a better 1 through 53 from a talent perspective, but that gapping between Purdy and Mahomes – should really concern the 49ers, especially because I don't think they can get behind like they did in each of the last two games and actually come back on the Chiefs. Well, I think what we see from Patrick Mahomes in the postseason is a different animal. He's a different breed. Even as good as he is during the regular season, like he, he amps it up. When you don't think that there's a, a possibility that he could amp up his game, he does it in the biggest moments, which happens to be in the postseason. So if you're talking about a matchup of Purdy versus Mahomes, like, it's already a mismatch to some extent. But then playoff Pat versus yeah. Purdy is a whole different breed. So I feel like we got confidence in our guy. They have confidence in him to be able to make the plays necessary for another Super Bowl. And 
We just got to make sure we don't make any mistakes that are going to open the door. I think this game is going to come down to ball security. I made that my first key to victory. Uh, if you think about how many times this season we've been behind in regards to uh, giveaway, takeaway in, in specific games, uh, we found a way to win. But then when we go to Baltimore, we get three turnovers uh, and we find a way to win. Uh, we can't afford to have turnovers or be behind in that giveaway, takeaway against the Niners. Uh, so I feel like Patrick is definitely the guy that can handle this pressure. You mentioned he's even better in the postseason. We looked at the stats yesterday, Danon. He's unreal when he plays indoors. Like, I know every quarterback gets a little bit better indoors, but what, just like as a guy who's done that, why does that make, other than there's no wind, why do quarterbacks just excel so significantly in those situations? Is it the speed? Yeah, I think it's the speed of the game, but I also think there's just the comfort. Like, Patrick has played extremely well in the snow. He's played well in the rain. Like, I don't think there's any element that we can say, you know what, this is his Achilles heel. But when you play indoors, uh, it's 72 and sunny the entire time. You don't have to worry about your footing. You don't have to worry about slippage. You don't have to worry about someone else slipping. Uh, everybody else should have good traction. I think it just adds to the confidence that he has in his, in his weapons. And he plays extremely well. And just, like, I feel like if this would have been played in Allegiant uh, Stadium parking lot, like, Patrick is going to be Patrick. It doesn't matter. Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. He, of course, will be on the call on the Chiefs radio network for Super Bowl 58. We'll see you out in Vegas, and, yeah, we'll, we'll be getting some advice from you. We'll be reaching out. Yeah, hit me up, man. We're gonna have we're gonna have a blast. There you go, Dane and Hughes. Also, players only here on six ten Sports Radio. You can listen to that uh, tonight at six o'clock, and uh, be listening for a great insight on getting set for a, another Super Bowl, another Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a guy who said he used to trash talk. He's like, I know exactly what he's doing there. <laughs> Tucker's down there grinning a little bit, messing with people. It's so obvious. Text line was appreciating a little bit of the fighting advice Dane was giving everybody. Yeah, as well. That's good. You know, we might need that somewhere in our life. (laughs) In Vegas? There was a Radio Row fight a couple of years ago. Yeah, there was. That was like 200 feet from me. It wasn't physical. It was just dumb verbal stuff, though. No, but they were threatening to get physical. They were, yeah. That's exactly. It's like the fake tough guy thing. What's funny is I asked our boss. um, (laughs) I asked our boss, Steven Spector. I said, hey, if I got in a fight, Mm -hmm. like a physical fight in Radio Row, would you fire me? And his answer was, I don't think so. So free pass. I am allowed, so just we tell me the one up. person in yeah. all of the media and all the country you'd like me to get in a fight with, and I might be able to survive this thing. We did follow up, and he said, hey, I, I won't fire you, but the NFL will probably never let you back on a radio row or the Super Bowl again. If they win three Super Bowls, <laughs> might be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing enough. Okay, you're willing to risk it. Uh, risk it all, you know, for content. Maybe we'll do that. We'll send you around. We'll have a camera behind you, uh, and we will have you go and challenge different members of the media to a fight and get their reaction. See how that goes for you. You want to do that? <laughs> yeah, you want to sure. do that? See how that turns out. Because someone will take I'm just you gonna, up like, on the intentionally brush shoulders with like 15 people and see if any of them want to try to stir something up. You know. Mm-hmm. Good. Good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> Reminder coming up in about uh, I don't know 35 minutes or so. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes expected. To speak to the media, you won't miss any of that. We'll bring it to you live. I like here. the suggestions already. Uh, Skip please, Bayless, oh. Pat McAfee, he'd kill me. Oh, you get destroyed. By the way, Skip, Carrot Top by being way, mentioned Skip, again. Oh gosh, Drew. So <laughs> last year on Radio Row, and that's I guess we, you might see it's Vegas. He is he still do shows at the Luxor? Yeah, I think he still has like what we residency, I guess, at the Luxor. He was looking. He was looking a bit rough, man. Rough. <laughs> 
yeah. rough last year. And uh, the fact that this is in Vegas, Cody, there's a very, very... Uh, he used to perform at at, uh, at the Luxor, which is the Media Hotel. We're not staying there, but Carrot Top Las Vegas. God, he used to perform at the Media Hotel. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he still does. He still does. You can still uh, you can still do that. <laughs> in terms of him, you, you just had him on? Forty dollars. You... No, they did not have him on. That was a whole debate we discussed. Oh, I think after we had we thought about it for a minute, I think maybe we should have. In there, retrospect, I, if I, he's there, you know, true. If he's there, we'd like Karen. I'm I'm dead serious. He's I would, also I was, he might also kill me. Yes, <laughs> I'm dead serious. There's a contact. Hey, you may not feel anything when you punch him. But anyway, <laughs> a contact uh, of mine <laughs> sent me a number, and they have relate. They have access to. Carrot Top. Oh, I know. I, I'm dead well, serious. Oh. I know we can get Carrot so Top. There, there's he would, a... he, he, yeah, you can easily get Carrot Top. <laughs> Someone like me can. to slap Tony Romo. That one probably would get me fired. Uh, of the people so? I can't get in a fight with people, he's, you know, he's affable. <laughs> he also seems like someone who wouldn't want to fight. Yeah. Not like I wouldn't want to fight. He just seems like he wouldn't want to fight. Someone says for you to save it for the library. Yeah, don't don't start a fight at the library either. No, no, no. What, I'm trying to get tossed out by a bouncer? Yeah, you don't want to start a fight at the library. No. That seems like a pretty bad idea. I got, I got bouncers for that. I don't need that kind of trouble. I do think we should just send you around. You can wear a T-shirt as well. Someone suggested that says, want to fight, and we'll just send you. Well, what we can do because we can do it on Radio Row. Or I we just can put do boxing it. gloves over my shoulders, mm-hmm. just like ready to go. Now, if we do that and we walk the strip, you legit will end up in a fight immediately. Well, I'm not. Yeah. Also, not trying to fight people who just want to fight on the strip. That's different. You're just soft media through, types. That's you different. put the gloves on. You're, you're, you're going through a routine and everything. I, I acting like you're just getting ready to fight somebody. That's this like guy's Last year, the boxing thing made more sense. They were playing the Philadelphia Eagles. There was a little Rocky theme yeah, to it. And this yeah. one doesn't, it doesn't feel the same way. We're playing the Bay Area 49ers. The Santa Clara 49ers, to be exact. Yeah, which is like 45 minutes south of. Is it south or north? I don't remember which. Oh, one. that's a good question. Either way, suburb. Doesn't okay? matter. It's outside the city. That's the point. I wouldn't worry about it outside of that. There was uh, one thing uh, last night I was talking on my betting show at a Hollywood casino, uh, and it was a trend that we came across from Scott Kaxmar, and it it makes you feel even better, which is hard to do about this defense because of how great they've played, but even better about what history tells us when you have a defense this dominant. In fact, the Chiefs have allowed 28 points or less in all 20 games this year. No other team has done that in NFL history. 28 or less in all 20 games. The 2000 Ravens did it. They did it in 19 games. God, that the, was one of the all-time great defenses. The 02 Bucks did it. 19 games of 20 points or 28 defense. points or less. The 05 Steelers, 19 games, 28 points or less. And the 2010 Packers, 28 points or less in 19 games. All of them, Super Bowl champions. Woo. The Chiefs have done it one more game than those four teams. Go about what you think about at least a few of those. The 2002 Bucks, they absolutely walloped them in the Super Bowl. That was a great defense full of a bunch of future Hall of Famers, including like Warren Sapp. The 2000 Ravens is maybe one of the top 10 defenses of all time. We know how many Hall of Famers are on that squad. I don't remember the 2005 Steelers, but I do know that they've had a good, from a defensive perspective, I do know they've had a good defense every year since like the 70s. So you're good there. But if you're telling me all four of these guys won the Super Bowl, this is going down to the point where I think it's hard for people with the Chiefs defense, like nationally, to respect them like these defenses because they don't view them as Hall of Famers the same way. But as Carrington pointed out in his show yesterday, and we can break down further tomorrow, 
Chris Jones, if he wins a Super Bowl, he'll be a five-time All-Pro and a three-time Super Bowl winner. He is a Hall of Famer. Right. Like, that's it. That'll cement his job. He'll be done. He could retire tomorrow, and Chris Jones will be a Hall of Famer. Outside of that, the people on defense, you don't really know the names of that. You don't know for sure yet. You could say Trent McDuffie's a great young player. I think that's where people are hung up on it. If this defense three years from now did this same thing, everyone would be saying, yes, of course, this defense deserves more credit. Because they've got, for the first time in, I think they've played the 49ers in like five years, they have the better defense. They have the better defense in the Ravens matchup, even though that was the top scoring defense. They have the best defense in the NFL, but there's an actual big advantage defensively. 49ers are a good defense. I'm not trying to argue that. They're not as good as the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the best defense in the NFL yeah, all year. This stat only proves that further. I mean, someone asked, like, what about the 85 Bears? Oh, as great as that defense, an all-time great defense. They, did, they had not even done what we mentioned these other four teams have done, including the Chiefs, allowing 20 points or less in all 19 games in their case, but all 20 uh, games this season for the Chiefs. No other team has done that in NFL so history. Yeah, I'm surprised the 85 Bears didn't do that. Yeah, no, no. The, well, the, 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 not in, well, they didn't play as many games either, yeah, so that, that's games. probably sure. that's probably part of it. But of the teams that did 19, we mentioned 2,000 Ravens. But yeah, this again, this is not my stat, but it's from Scott Caxamar. I thought it was really interesting. It makes you feel even better about the defense heading into the Super Bowl matchup. Trash of the day. All right, let's get to the trash of the day. When, do you, you have a membership to any of like the, you know, like the discount chains, like a Costco, Sam's Club? Sure. I mean, I, come on, Family of Four? Yeah, do you? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, do we you, Sam's yes. Club's the ones closer to our house. So we, we used to we, do Costco. We, we had Costco because of convenience. Yeah, growing up, we had Costco. I don't currently have a Costco membership, but that it's just me. So like, it doesn't, it's not as beneficial to I'm not one even person. Sure what you'd buy. Right. But I, <laughs> you no, would buy it at Costco. Got no problem with it, though. And certainly everybody knows about the, uh, the, the hot dogs and everything that they got in the, in the food area. So, Costco's in the news a little bit because they are selling emergency food kits that have sparked a conspiracy theory uh, by a doomsday prepper that like Costco has the inside, the inside knowledge. So there's a popular survivalist TikTok back, back, back to conspiracy. Uh-huh. Always, I like it. always. And she shared that Costco has bulk size emergency food offerings that store meals for about a month and a half. And now the conspiracies, uh, conspiracies out there are saying that like, hey, this is, this is this is something that people need to get. This is a sign. All this, by the way, it has uh, 132 pasta meals for about 63.99, and then there's some other like freeze dried ice cream sandwiches that sell in six packs for 9.97. They said, oh, that that kind of stuff can be expensive, but Costco for 63.99 has this emergency food kit. They're and, saying because of the shelf life on uh-huh. it, they know something's going down. That Costco knows something that none of us do, which is... Wouldn't they know, just be keeping this all that, for, that, like, that, the big corporate bigwigs who knew instead that, of offering it up to the actual shelves? Yeah, they are they are ahead of the curve, you know? Costco got the heads up on the future end of the world, you know, doomsday oh. stuff. They got the heads up. That's what we're supposed to believe, man. I don't think I could be a doomsday bunker guy. You know, the you commitment just, you just of... Say in me? You just be good to, to, to die? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't want to live in honest. a bunker. No. Even if you had TV, live... you bad, you still had access to everything you're used as, to. As a person who's a big fan of the post-apocalyptic genre of movie and television uh-huh. show, right? The Last of Us, The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. any of the, like, disaster movies, I don't, I, I'm not going to make it in that world, okay? You don't want... You don't I'm want not the... willing to just... I'm not willing to keep living that way. Just wipe me out with the, the nuclear waste. It's fine. Just wipe <laughs> me off the planet. Be done with it. 
I, I don't want to live in the post-apocalyptic world. I don't want to live in my bunker for six years waiting for, like, the cloud to come over so we can, like, see the sun again. I'm but good. if it was, like, zombies, you're telling me that you, you'd rather just get just eaten by a zombie be yeah. done? Versus yeah, be a zombie right if, away. If just knew, be done with it. Yep. If you knew right that away. Drew had a bunker underneath his, his house and he had it set up with food, TV, and all this, you are you would rather just die before I you got to the bunker. I gotta fight off the people who eventually find the door and try to break in and they're all, like, Well, that bunker door, you're not breaking in. You're not, you're not breaking into not the bunkers. Not in my bunker door. Yeah, you're not breaking into those bunkers. Yeah, but then imagine, okay, so just imagine for a second you live 10 years like people are living above ground and you live yes. in a bunker for 10 years mm -hmm. time to crack the seal on that thing what do you think the world's like into you think you're your soft ass been living in this bunker for 10 years no nah, you're immediately getting wiped out by somebody no chance well there might not be else left that were only the people that yeah, were in bunkers it. it would only be the people that were in bunkers cody depending on what took place <laughs> above surface maybe uh-huh i've been watching i watched another one not that long ago <laughs> called silo on Apple TV, same same vibe. What do you make of the emergency meals? Three beef stroganoff, uh, two scrambled eggs, three chicken and dumplings, four lasagna, three granola. That seems like a good hearty meal. I've got mm -hmm. nothing against that. I've got nothing against the choices they made, but I'm not buying bunker food. Maybe you should buy this the next time there's going to be like a big snowstorm that's going to like keep you at just, home for Just a week. buy emergency food kits. Just buy one emergency Costco food kit and you'll be set for the week. Hmm. I don't think I can. Yeah, it just feels like a lot. That is the trash of the day. Someone says they're trying to go straight, Ron, you know, like Nick Offerman from The Last of Us. We're like, you build your own little town and it's got electrified fences. And it's like, that's just, man, I don't think so. I don't think I'm willing to go that far. You would just die. You, none of, you by the way, let's it. be honest. Just none, none of us have enough money to actually have one of these bunkers anyway. So oh, you, you, better, you better know somebody that's got one that's going to let you let you hang out in that spot as well and also share their food. They're not going to, you're, you're screwed. You're screwed. Someone is asking about the possible parade day on the 14th. I did see the news yesterday yeah. that the city has confirmed the budgetary stuff. And, yeah, it's going to be on Valentine's Day if the Chiefs win. So prepare your loved ones mm -hmm. accordingly. Mm -hmm. It's always on Wednesday. It's always been on Wednesday. Yeah. That's that's when the parades have been. This is what happens when you have multiple Super Bowls. We're ready. We know what days the parades are on in advance because you got to be prepared and ready for that. Someone else else also was asking about what are, what are we doing while we're in Vegas? Do we have anything planned? We mentioned to start the show. We'll have firmer details on this. But next Thursday night at Circa, which is off of Fremont Street, but at Circa, beautiful hotel and property, stadium swim. We will have a party and host a couple of shows up there as well. Thursday night, a week from tonight at Circa. The 49ers. There'll be other times to meet with us. But yeah, yeah that, that's sure. going to be our, like, our official 610 party that we're doing. But uh, there will be uh, the 49ers station, our sister station in the Bay Area there at the same party, dueling parties. And obviously, we want to have more people than they do. So we need Chiefs Kingdom to, to support, step up to the plate if you're going to be out in Vegas and show up next Thursday night. We'll have more details on this next week. Uh, but if you're heading out to Vegas, Thursday night for sure is something we got planned. And then I guess maybe we're going to whichever place they keep suggesting. Libraries and all kinds of places. We'll see. We'll see uh -huh. how the rest of the weekend takes us. Up next, we'll get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour. One, thing's one thing Mahomes deserves more credit for. Plus, we'll hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes right here on 610 Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast chiefs kingdom this is mitch holtis and welcome in to the chiefs red half hour on cody and gold every day at 11 30 on your official broadcast partner the chiefs 610 sports radio Coming up in 20 minutes, you'll hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes live out at Arrowhead. We'll head out there on your official broadcast partner for the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio, as it'll be uh, one of the final times before the team heads to Vegas before we have a chance to hear from them. They leave on Sunday. I think they arrive in Vegas like mid-afternoon or early evening, something like that. Uh, and you'll get the stereotypical live shot of the, the plane landing and touching down. Are we getting Vegas. down there early enough to get there for the... Should uh, we be doing that, or is that just TV? I think TV? we're good. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll what be if I right. just describe it on radio? And now the plane is approaching. Just a live special where we're, we're doing play-by-play at the airport. Of a, of a plane landing? That sounds incredibly boring. You know, there's a, there is a YouTube channel. I, uh, I believe one of the national networks did a story on this YouTube channel that's blown up and is, like, very, very successful now, Cody. I don't remember the name of it, but they go to airports and they find perches up on like buildings farther further away, and they do live broadcasting with flight tracking of planes landing. And I know it sounds silly, but it's extremely pop. It's extremely popular. I think people was like watch trains and stuff. Yeah, I think, no, C- no, I don't I think get CBS it, did a story on this, but at least it's a it's a like airplane tracking YouTube channel. Somebody was and, pointing out. Um, okay, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure that there's people who watch it. That doesn't shock me, but mm-hmm. I just I don't understand the appeal. Somebody was pointing out that the parade will be right after Mardi Gras. That reminded me, the Super Bowl next year is in New Orleans. It is. Will the Super Bowl week be the same week as Mardi Gras in New Orleans? That would be insane. Dude, do they land on the insane. same week? I have, no I have no idea. I haven't looked at, I haven't looked at 2025 Super Bowl. Why? The Chiefs will be there. <laughs> I haven't looked at Why would you? Let's get Let's get through this first one here uh, that we have in front of us. I'm just letting you know, though. You know, you know they'll be there. I wonder if the stars line up for that to happen. 
Yeah, is it a waxing crescent? <laughs> Let's figure out which uh, which version of that it is. Yeah, I gotta gotta make sure everything make sure everything fits. Uh, I'm afraid it's March 4th. It'll be later Mardi Gras next year. There's just no way they could have had that lined up at the same time. That would have been too a disaster. Much. Would have been too much. Yeah. Honestly, you don't take it to New Orleans if it's going to be the same week as Mardi Gras. No, I mean, yeah, how would you get a hotel? You that's that's why they couldn't have had both of those coinciding at the same time. No, simply just does not work. But we were talking about Patrick Mahomes kind of off air too, where when you go back and look at his season, the accomplishment of just getting through the season is kind of undersold. And I know, like, look, I, I'll be honest. I think Patrick Mahomes is underrated, and and I know that just generally. I know that sounds insane. How can you underrate somebody because? If you aren't here and watch it every year and then really break down the stats and realize how many Super Bowls he's gone to, it is it is understated the difficulty it takes to go to four Super Bowls in five seasons and maybe win three of them. I get it. Jim Kelly went to four in a row. Man didn't get a single one of them. Tom Brady managed to do this. Other teams have managed to do this. Like We're hoping to have people who have been a part of dynasties on Radio Row next week would be there, but... This is where the difficulty kind of gets undersold. Navigating this season in particular has been a real challenge between the wide receiver drops, between the issues he had after the Bills game and he had to deal with that stuff, between the extra attention that comes from them, simply just because Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift. There's been a lot of extra noise this year, more than normal, that I felt like it could have cropped up in some other ways. And now they're just right back. It seemed like it was business as usual once the postseason started. And honestly... For a big chunk of the regular season, he didn't seem like any of it bothered him. Well, it was the most difficult season he's had as a pro. You mentioned the off-the-field stuff going on at the same time. Uh, you mentioned the drops that this team had for a bulk of the season and dealing with that frustration where you're making a tough play and throw and it should be caught and you know it's keep keeping your team from winning. And then it caused him to force some things. The O-line uh, was struggling at multiple moments. And all, all, all of that going on contributed to his worst statistical season. Yet it still was a very, very good statistical season compared to everybody else. And even though the stats weren't there the way they had been in the past, because of everything we're discussing here, I actually think there's a chance this is one of his best seasons he's had as a pro. I think people try to make it of each thing. I, I agree. I think sometimes they make it of each thing where they're like, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes is very expensive as a quarterback now, which again, we can talk about tomorrow, but oh, his cap number's really high and they still get a Super Bowl. Think about the roster you have to build. And, I, and I'm not saying Veach didn't do a good job, but this speaks more about Patrick Mahomes. That he could, to me, this is his, the comparison we were talking about elite athletes not that long ago. This year is Patrick Mahomes going back to the LeBron comparison. This is him taking Taj Gibson and Booby Gibson. I, I mean, or whatever, right? This is his version of, I'm sorry. I guess a lot of those are like four-year NFL players, but he did what? And I know the defense was great. But offensively, man, his second best wide receiver was Justin Watson. Justin Watson was the fifth wide receiver on Tom Brady's team three years ago. He was their second best wide receiver this year. They picked up McCole Hardman in the middle of the year who couldn't get a single catch for the Jets. Kadarius Tony had more dropped passes for interceptions than touchdowns this year. They eat more touchdowns for the other team than his own. And he took that group and somehow managed to make it a league average offense for a good chunk of the year. And then when the postseason started, started making them a better version of themselves. It's completely undersold his navigation of this year. Right. And the the last obstacle that he had was the road stuff on uh, in the postseason, which ended up being a fun storyline. But it didn't. It wasn't like he was going to 
fall apart in the postseason, but some people were discussing it as if, oh my gosh, he's just not going to be able to handle it on the road. And now he's been sensational in two oh, road yeah, games. Oh yeah, that didn't matter. We didn't mention the other yeah, road stuff. In Baltimore yeah. and in Buffalo. And, and being counted out, I, I do think when you're talking about athletes of this level, this caliber, when you are counted out and people start talking plenty of crap and say you can't do something, I, I do think there's another level those special players find. And it's not something you can like quantify. Like, But I, Brady's done it. LeBron, you mentioned LeBron. I mean, any whoever it's you take, Tiger. It's like yeah, it's not whoever it's not you, great athletes in their sport. It's great athletes. Period. Yeah. yeah. Wh- whoever you consider the first two three names that come to your mind when you think of the greatest athletes of all time. Period. Those players at some point in time had a season or an event. If we're talking golf, or whatever, where they were like down and like, there's no way you can do that. Yeah, it's Tiger, Tiger winning the Masters, the Masters like, after. Yeah. And everyone has and the great comeback. There's story. there's another. There's another Sorry, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's another level that you can find, and Patrick Mahomes has found that. And when you're thinking about this team as a whole, I think that isn't just a Mahomes thing. I know we're talking about him. That applies to Travis Kelsey as well. Uber frustrating season. Was hurt literally from before the season started. Yeah, from day one. From day one. Day negative five. Right. Oh, that, he got hurt like two, two days, days before, before the game, Lions yeah. game. Had the hyperextended knee, the bone bruise. So he was not healthy. And then you do factor in the pressure that I'm sure and just the annoyance of all the off the field stuff that had been going on uh, with Taylor Swift didn't do anything wrong, but just that we all know the the hate, frankly, that both of them have dealt with at times throughout the season, having that going on off the field, the clear on the field stuff has been problematic because of the drops and it's and not the, the same, all of it. And, and to be in the same spot, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's just, I mean, it is ground like this season felt that's what you said like when we first came on the air on Monday. It still feels that way, which is this one feels the most satisfying so far. If they win it, it will feel more satisfying than the first one somehow. And the first one, you didn't know what Patch Mahomes was gonna be. Okay, he he was an MVP winner and then he won a Super Bowl. So you knew he was great. Yeah, I think that's but the you only couldn't one. have known you couldn't have known this, dude. You couldn't have known he was gonna go rip into four Super Bowls in five years and going through this. And this year, they really weren't most of the, you know, yeah. chunks of the year. Last year, they were the best team in the NFL. That one was going to be more satisfying than this one. I think this one and the first one are the only two that you first can compare. Because beat, yeah. your first Super Bowl, and for a lot of people our age, is like it literally is the first Super Bowl we've seen your hometown team play in, let alone win it. Uh, so that that one, I think, is always going to be the most satisfying just because like, you never yeah. thought your team would get there. But I hear you on the reasons why this one. I think this year, it's more about... Like the outside noise stuff that makes it satisfying. Yeah, like obviously Mahomes has overcome all these Everyone things. Everyone was rooting for you in the first one. Now, now you're the villain. Now people hate you. And it's nice to give a nice big middle finger to everybody that has been talking trash on your city, your team, your your, your quarterback, all of that. Were you and trying what, to give me an actual middle finger I thought there? about it for a second, and I didn't. But I thought about it for a second. You Someone's going to screenshot video. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Someone's yeah. going to screenshot you. Yeah. Just do it. It's fine. Do yeah. it for the people, yeah. you know? I mean, but it's nice to go, you know, it's nice to go double bird, you know? It's there nice to be able go. to do that. So, you know. They can send out that photo right after yeah. if the Chiefs, if Ravens fans keep complaining about the refs, which I was not <laughs> anticipating this week. Did we talk about that for a minute? Ravens fans on social media will not shut Who up. Who cares? Their season's over. Screw about them. the refs. Screw them. Won't shut up about it. Was that game refed any worse than any normal game this year? I did not think it was refed great, by the way. I've been very critical of the refs. That one, it was one They're drive. Not good at it. it was one drive where things got – the minute the uh, unnecessary uh, yeah, roughness yeah, yeah. or whatever it was got called, then they called it tight the rest of the way. 
on that particular drive. That's also what led, I think, to a holding call that was unnecessary. But yeah, we make up call. It's you know what's nice about you. You mentioned last week. You're like, you know, we don't need the two week gap between the Super Bowl. We know why we have it. We don't need it. I, you know, why I like it. It means for the first time since pre week one. We're going to have a week of not talking about it. I thought we were going to make it this week. We almost did. I th- we're going to have a week without having to talk about officials. Ah, oh, thank you. It's nice. Kind of needed it. Kind of needed like, it. Although, I'll be honest, we've talked a lot about officials this year, and we asked the question maybe week, what was it, 13. I said, anybody else worried that uh, one playoff game is going to be decided by one massive call that is horribly wrong? We haven't had that in the postseason yet. Oh, stop. Oh, stop, stop. Don't worry about that. Oh, no, I don't. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I don't I don't want it to happen again. So, you know. Who is officiating again the Super Bowl? Do we know? I don't remember. Isn't, it Sean, isn't it Sean Ho- or Sean Hockley? I, don't, no? I think we brought no, him. I don't know Sean if that Hockley. was. Sean Smith. Yes. No, he just no, that was the Ravens. That's right. That was the Ravens game that we were talking about. It is, or he is. A second ago. Not that it matters because it shouldn't. But well, now I have to know because it's going to drive me crazy. It's one of those things where if you hear the name and you're like, oh, well, says they, oh, Bill Vinovich. Bill Vinovich, that Bill guy. Vinovich. Oh, seems fine. That guy. He's <laughs> that guy. <laughs> seems fine. Well, he's not the guy that you say and you immediately yes. go like, it's not like you, you know, like you groan afterwards. You like, hear really? it and you're like Angel Hernandez and you're just like. You just immediately know this sucks. Like, for us, it was, you know, like, we understand the ones. It's like, oh, God, this is the worst. It's not that. Somebody, by the way, on Twitch already. The Legendary already clipped that, so. There's already a four-second Of me flipping video. double oh, birds. doing the double, double bird. birds. It took two seconds. It's yeah. already downloaded on well, my computer. Good work. Who knows what I'll need? Good work. Yeah. <laughs> Cody's getting, next time there's a, someone complaining or whatever, this is, <laughs> this is how gold feels about you. <laughs> double bird. I'm just going to, I'm actually going to go into those Ravens chats. <laughs> just on. I'm going to find Ravens Twitter, and I'm just going to start responding with you doing it to everybody just in, underneath. In terms of uh, history, by the way, for uh-huh. Bovinovich, he officiated the Chiefs Super Bowl win over the 49ers as well back in 2020. Oh, Perfect. good conspiracy. Perfect. He, he was also the official in the Patriots win 28 to 24 over he likes Seattle. Dynasties. So he, he buys he's a dynasty. So he's willing to buy into the script. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Good for him. And both times the favorite <laughs> one. Okay. There you go. Uh, that obviously well, would not be good this go around with the 49ers as two and a half point favorites. All right. Coming up next, though, we're going out to Arrowhead. Going to hear from Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid right here on Cody and Gold. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.